So there's this new, um, there's this like meme that's going around Twitter about <laughs> Kylie Jenner singing to her daughter that it's like, oh yeah, I sh- saw that. So that's what with my like, she, like you, I, now I can't get it in my head because usually it's like rise and shine, but she says like, mm-hmm. it's like rise and shine, like she kind of does it. So they've like <laughs> remixed it into like it's so terrible. And didn't Ariana Grande like yes, cover, she, quote unquote yes. cover it? <laughs> yes. I think this would be a funny segment. Um, Hillary and Meredith explain the internet to us. Yeah, I don't. I do not know. <laughs> I just am on I don't Instagram even know what a Kylie Jenner is. When I'm bored this is at work. this is yes, yes, no, no one tell the the right. people. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> Buffalo, New York. I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. Hillary's mammogram, Mike's ideas, my Stone Cold Lock of the Week, and a lot of introductions from all of your hosts from right to left on our run sheet that you can't see, starting in Sonomish County. It's Christy Wise. Good evening, Christy. Hello. In Austin, Texas, Hillary, the H-bomb, Livingston Butler. I'm keeping the nickname. (laughs) Good. You should. Hello. Good evening. (laughs) In Detroit, Michigan, Meredith Harnvav. That's me. <laughs> in New Brighton, Minnesota, and with a plan, even if it's not completely filled out yet, that's mostly the rest of ours' fault. Lund, <laughs> good evening, Anne. I'm very anxious. <laughs> I don't think we'd have you any other way. Mm-hmm. Not for this first one. And in Manchac, Texas, Mike, the jail dude for Zell. Good evening, Mike. Good evening. No angst here. I'm all good. It's only because you're high. (laughs) Not not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Uh, That's right. We got plenty of show. Like I said, this show has everything. If it sounds familiar, it's because you've listened to a show that we've done before this. But this is new. This is different. We are excited. We are excited. We are scared. We are nervous. (laughs) And we are... We're Jesse Spano, essentially. That's what we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're gonna get. We're gonna do a little introduction for our hosts, for all of us, all of you, in case for some ungodly reason this is the first episode you've ever heard of us. We're also gonna do uh, a little bit of a reminder of some feedback that we received from listeners from the end of our old show, Little Red Bandwagon. We're gonna do an update on the Hillary birthday countdown. (laughs) Then we're gonna do some medium talk. More on that to come. Uh, and then it wouldn't be us without some housekeeping and how to get involved. Uh, but before we do that, in case this is your first show, we want to tell you a little bit about ourselves. Uh, and when we were thinking about the order for this, we thought no one is better about talking themselves than Mike. So, Mike, introduce yourself to the fine people. All right. Uh, I'm Michael Andrew Frizzell, Social Security. No, um <laughs> Actually, I'm going to interrupt you right there because yes. uh, Hodgman gave out his social security number on on uh, on a show that we all listen to. <laughs> put it that way. John Hodgman recently did, and I'm pretty sure he actually gave out his real social security number because he also gave out his real street address. Dang. So, I mean, I have it. If anybody wants John Hodgman's social security number, get at me. <laughs> of course, Bobby wrote sure that you down. you wrote it down, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, could... I know. I mean, it wouldn't occur to any of us that weren't criminals or stalkers. Well, he immediately criminals anymore. sent us a screenshot of the map of where he lives and where Luke used to live and how <laughs> oh, far away they I were from each other. I must have missed that. I must have missed that. 
Speaking uh, of criminals. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a 54-year-old uh, Caucasian male. Uh, I live, as Bobby mentioned, in, in Manchac, Texas. And um, the most interesting things about me are long over with, and that is uh, I was... Uh, well, actually, the most interesting thing is I was a bank robber. I retired 60-0 and 0, uh, from small-time one-drawer uh, <laughs> You had robbers. a perfect season? Yeah. <laughs> you never got caught. I, had a, I mean, you did. I had a perfect like, two-and-a-half seasons, I think, <laughs> two-and-a-half, three seasons at the most. And, yeah, I never got caught, so I retired um, uh, undefeated, turned myself in, did some time. Um, but you'll get lots of prison stories. Uh from here on out, but uh, primary characters in my life are my wife, Emily, whom I married um, almost 10 years ago now. We're, gonna, we're, we're coming up on our 10th anniversary, and I moved to uh, the Central Texas area to marry this woman, and we're very happy, and we have five animals in our orbit. Menagerie. Uh, we, have, <laughs> <laughs> we have a uh, golden mix who is one month short of 10 years old and that's ginger Mm. and um we have a uh a portly dachshund (laughs) who is about uh seven she's about seven or eight years old and then we have um two cats one is a three plus year old calico who's very sweet and then we have a uh like one year and two month old flame point siamese who's a numbskull um and then we have a bunny named branson who uh is is going on probably six or seven uh bunnies are pretty ageless i don't think we need to worry about about it um so branson occupies the studio here with me so if you hear any scritch scratching which i know those who edit these shows hear the scritch scratching quite a bit especially when we record at crepuscular times um and he's active so that's a bit about me. The The question we're going to all answer tonight is what is our drink of choice? And um, I would say that uh, my non-alcoholic drink of choice is definitely uh, Orangina. Okay. And uh, I, I it's only available at Trader Joe's around here in the larger bottles. So I, I, I get it as a treat when Emily goes to Trader Joe's. I don't want it around the house all the time because it, I would drink it all the time. And I do like uh, the fact that I, I, I think of our... Idiot in chief. When I see the name, and I think Orangina. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for me. Hello, welcome to to this show. As everything, I I'm excited for this. Mike also has no legs. I just oh I, sorry. <laughs> they, yeah, that's another interesting thing about no. me is I have no legs. They're gone, recently gone. Well, you have part of your legs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't have the last about foot and a half, 18 inches of my of each leg. Uh, as soon as we figure out how to do Patreon-only episodes or whatever, we'll let Mike show you what happens when you ask for a lotion and a washcloth for those oh, legs. Oh, gosh. That's we'll do right. a, YouTube, right. a YouTube lockdown channel. <laughs> Mike can lotion and, his legs. And I want to let you know that, that no matter what happens, um, no matter how badly we botch this, you're still in the hands of a veteran podcaster. Uh, I have the reps. We salute you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Uh, we need to move on. For, I mean, for everyone's sake, for the few listeners we have left. That's hurtful. Um, 
I mean, it's mostly my fault. We but... have a lot to go through here. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Let's move it along. Sorry. Uh, Anne Lundholm, good evening. Uh, good evening. Hello, my my name is is Anne. I am I'm from England. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. hello. Cheerio. Pip, pip. I'm going to be someone new for now. Okay, I can sustain right. that for about four times. I was going to no. be really impressed if you could go through that whole thing. I this is I like when you go to better school. if I have. If I have something to read, then I can Mm -hmm. do a pretty good accent for a sustained amount of time. But all right. Uh, I'm not saying how old I am. I'm 39 for fuck's sake. No, wait, 29. No, 35. I don't care. Um, I am a plain-bellied snitch. We do have another snitch on this show. We'll see if she can identify herself when we get to her. Um I live in New Brighton, Minnesota. I work at the University of Minnesota. I am uh, Mike got all my share of any pets or other living things <laughs> to share my space with. So we got I'm, you. We got I'm, you. I'm riding solo here. And uh, let's see. Who do I talk about? Well, I talk about Matt. He's a minor character on this, this <laughs> podcast. He is my He's baby great. brother. Uh, he has been to one of our get-togethers and so you guys all know him he's tall drink of water yes he is mm-hmm. and that's probably the only person i talk about regularly what uh, about henry baby well that's true henry is my almost two-year-old nephew <laughs> the son of my other brother uh henry's going to be getting a baby brother here <gasps> in a couple of months <gasps> what Whoa. Yep. Wow. He's going to have to learn that he is not the <laughs> not center the only of the universe one. and it's going to be Aww. a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a rough tough one. stuff. Yep. He's been yep. coasting for too long. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's unfortunately a very cute boy, which lets him get He's away with a cute. lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes. congrats. What are the odds that you. um, your family would let us use this show and the <laughs> listeners to name the second child? <laughs> Bodie mm. McBoat face. Has everything. Yeah. Baby McBaby face. Somewhat low. In fact, I would say the odds are almost zero. And I am a statistician, so I'd be good about making that proclamation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as drink of choice goes, uh, I liked Mike's contribution, although I will say that I was drinking Orangina when I lived in. Uh, Say the it United right. Kingdom and <laughs> in Switzerland. We had many occasions of Orangina there. But my drink of choice is, of course, diet cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is no mystery. Uh, I went to the McDonald's across the street from my office today to get one. And, you know, it's 99 cents on the dollar menu and it comes out to a dollar eight with tax. And I gave him a five dollar bill and then a dime and he gave me back two pennies. And for a moment, I thought, should I tell him he forgot my four dollars? And I was like, I don't want to say anything, but it's four dollars, but I don't want to be awkward. So I finally said, "Um, you forgot the dollars. Yeah, and then he had to get a manager to come and open oh. the register, oh, and then he had to. Get this the is the nightmare. And then he, I know, and this then he started getting nightmare. pennies, and I had to say, "You already gave me the pennies," <laughs> and then 
he was all finished with the transaction. I was like, can I have my cup? And I was like, <laughs> this is why I was willing to buy a $5 Diet Coke. Did you feel eyes boring into the back of your head? You know, like, oh, this bitch right here. Oh. It's like, what will I do for this beverage? <laughs> what won't yeah. I do? What won't you do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should reboot those Klondike Bar commercials with Anne. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for a diet coke it works Killery mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. sings mark it down yeah. yeah if you had that on the bingo card <laughs> there it is. Yeah. was it going to be me or hillary and it was hillary and it should always be Anne. by the way yeah, it should literally be never no be one anybody. should be allowed Anne. to sing except for Anne. <laughs> I, I know that we've got a lot to do tonight, but this is important. This carries over. I actually genuinely forget if we were able to get this into the uh, finale of our previous show. And can you just give us the 30 second, maybe even 10 second vending machine update? Oh, my God. The new vending machine went in in the basement at work. Yay. Thank God. Yay. And it's full, right? Like they stocked it. Well, it's not as full as it was at the beginning of this week. <laughs> hey! <laughs> bow, chicka, bow, bow. That's all you. <laughs> but it's very cool, Diet this Coke new one. Porn. It sends the Diet Coke down a little slide, and it goes into the, whatever, the I don't know, the dispensing area. And, like and Bernie has, the Brewer. You get it, to watch it, like, roll down. Yeah, there. and it, it, well, it's just, it's short. But it has a little clear plastic shield that then rotates out of the way so that you can reach in and take it. Sounds nice. fun. Yeah. Living in the 21st century. Nice. <laughs> uh, also worth noting, um, you're listening to this hopefully on monday morning i mean obviously the moment it comes out if you're asleep that's okay but we expect you to listen to it as soon as you wake up and that's mm-hmm. monday morning and this means that Anne is bringing a baked good into her colleagues at the right. i am uh so. when you listen to this hopefully my colleagues will be eating a uh chocolate and coconut cake oh, oh. my goodness yeah. I'm so jealous. I need a new yeah. job. And I, know. I like all three I'm of tired. those things. <laughs> I don't do coconut that often because people, it's divisive. divisive. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. People yeah. have texture problems with it a lot, but every once in a while. It's divisive in a good way because it just means there's more for me. More for me. I, yep. Yeah. I like it. So. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I hated it when I was a kid. Like a lot of things. You're like, this is so gross. You know, it, it, it is. Feels weird. It is true. I like the flavor of coconut, but I don't like the texture of coconut. And I'm not like mm-hmm. a super picky eater, but there's something that like the grittiness of it or something that my mom and I fought over it with my wedding cake. She really wanted it. And I was like, no, we're not having a coconut wedding cake. That's not going to happen. And my grandmother hated coconut. So I had her on my side. I won. Ah, right. Yeah. Tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But I will eat it. I mean, like, I'm not going to like not eat oh, it. Yeah. I'll eat it. Oh, no doubt. I'm not going to give away my <laughs> slice. <No doubt>. <laughs> <laughs> you power through it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll suffer through it. <laughs> This is why I thought we'd have no problem filling our first show. We're still not even halfway through introductions. Uh, like any good uh, peer-reviewed podcast, we have not one but two statisticians on the show. Meredith, tell us about yourself. Yeah, I'm a dork. Uh, my name is Meredith Grace Van Harn. According to the city of D- Detroit, though, my name is Harnvav because they got it wrong on my deed when I bought my house in mm. January in the city. 
and I haven't filed an affidavit yet to fix it. Oof. So my name mm-hmm. is very up in the air. So you call me whatever you want. Somebody at work called me Meridian yesterday. So, you know, <laughs> just whatever. Whatever. Median, Meridian. I don't understand. Yeah, Sweet who cares? Meredith is not a difficult name. <laughs> nope. I, I don't and not so that either. uncommon. It's not that uncommon. Grey's Anatomy. Come on. Like, really. Since that show came out, it's been a godsend. But, but uh, you know. I, I, that might have been an autocorrect. It was in an email. But anyway, I, yeah, um, I uh, live in Detroit. Um, I'm a biostatistician. I work for a hospital. Um, so I do data analysis for doctors who are doing studies at their hospital. Psst, you're, you're the star belly snitch. I'm the plain belly snitch. <laughs> Why do I have a star, though? I don't know, because you have bio in front of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I can see that. I'll draw it on my tummy. Um, <laughs> the primary characters in my life, uh, first off is Gregory, of course, boyfriend. Um, he lives here. He's great. Um, I've We've got together three children who are cats. Uh, <laughs> there's Wonky. She's about 13. Unknown, because she's a trash street cat. So that's the best guess on her age. And then there's Link, who was found on the side of the road in Detroit. He's seven. And then there's little baby bear, who just turned one. So he was a baby kitten when I got him last year. And I had to bottle feed him because he was so tiny. And he's very attached to me. And he is in my Facebook profile picture currently. If you're my Facebook friend, that's bear eating my hair. That's how much in love with me Mm -hmm. he is. (laughs) And... Let's see. My drink of choice, alcoholic, would be red wine for sure. I do love me some red wine. And then non-alcoholic, I like um, flavored sparkling water. I'm totally on that train. Um, it doesn't. I don't really care what kind it is. Like, I'll drink a LaCroix. I'll drink a Perrier. You know, whatever. I don't care. I have a soda stream that I make my own with weird flavors. Um, I just like sparkly water. So that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I have an extra fun fact to uh, to throw out that you shouldn't go to the state of Ohio. I think that's probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time I go to Ohio, something terrible happens. So yeah. As it should, being from Michigan. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. That it's rivalry they... that I don't care about. Yeah. It doesn't care about you either. It doesn't care if you care. Clearly yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> it's a curse that's just over my head at all times. Mm-hmm. Let's head back down to Texas to learn a little bit about Hillary. Howdy, y'all. I used to get so mad my dad would say howdy, and I was like, Dad, stop saying howdy. <laughs> That's embarrassing. We're from Dallas. We're not from, like, West Texas. Anyway, hi, everybody. My name is Hillary Butler. Uh, I have many nicknames, H-Bomb, Hilliv. I don't know. There's several others. Um, I- Hill Dog. Hill Dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh like God, will she ever stop talking? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> that one behind her back. Yeah, the, yeah. Stop the talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I am, whatever, I'm 41. Oh, uh, no, I'm 40, but I'm going to be 41. Oh, how could you make that mistake? Oh, I guess just because the anticipation. I know, it's, Octa- it's birthday month, everybody. It's days away. <laughs> it is. It's dizzying. It is. Uh, nine days away, my birthday. Um, <laughs> not that you're counting. <laughs> not that I'm counting. Um, October twenty seventh for anybody. <laughs> everybody who can't anybody figure knows. that out. <laughs> um, all right, let's see the primary characters in my life. Let's see who I mentioned the most. Okay, well, I'm married to Dave, um, the very patient. Whatever. 
whatever. He is very patient, but everybody puts him on a pedestal like he's this fucking saint. He's fine. Wow. Okay, right out the gate. TM, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Wow. I just feel like a lot of times somebody on this podcast takes his side. And also the guy that I work with is always like, oh, Dave, he... He really has to deal with a lot. I'm like, I am a gym to be married. That's so rude. rude. It's rude. Um, That's my husband. He is great. He's awesome. Um, And I have good dancer too. great dancer. Great dancer. Um, We have two children. Um, Bridget is my oldest. She's seven going on like 15. If you're friends Mm. with me on Facebook, you'll see her like many sassy um, poses and dances and whatnot uh, but she's funny and sometimes she'll make a brief appearance um bringing me various things or asking me to tuck her into bed while i'm recording um rory <laughs> is my four almost five year old who is very cute um except that i unfortunately named him rory and he um can't say his <laughs> r's great so he's oh, also yeah. named woey um he loves <laughs> all things star wars and i know it's ugh. i it's like it's like i deemed it to happen it was like oh rory which is kind of a hard name to pronounce like bridget spoke like the king's english i mean she was so clear out the gate and rory's like i'm woey um At least anyway his name isn't meredith <laughs> i know <laughs> although some people yeah. do think it's roy and i'm like listen i'm from texas mm. i'm not that much from texas I, i'm not <laughs> naming my child roy <laughs> um <clears throat> and i'm trying to think the only well, other we just lost all of our listeners named roy <laughs> i know it's it's a good <laughs> name so. it just is very you know of a time my grandfather's name is roy <laughs> and of course all of my people were from Deep country Arkansas. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, other minor characters are my dad, who's a regular listener, Michael, and my mom, Kathleen. And I have, I'm have i the youngest of five, so there are many people that might make an appearance here or there. Um, my drink of choice, my alcoholic one is, let's have some audio spackle here. I just brought the bottle up, so I wouldn't have to get Dave to do it. All right, can you hear that? Uh, it's a little red wine, just like Meredith. Um my non-alcoholic choice would either be, I love a Diet Coke, and that was what I was raised on. Um, I also like a Diet Dr. Pepper over ice. So those are my yes. three. That's mm-hmm. the holy trinity. Yeah. Yeah. You're from Texas. You had to say <laughs> the, Dr. Pepper. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is good, though, I got to say. Oh, it's in the contract. Yes. All right. Uh, fun Bobby, fact, come fun on. Fact about Hillary is that she likes to sing. and <laughs> Not well. She's she's pretty shy, but I promise you'll get to know her. <laughs> yeah, we'll draw her out. out. We'll do our best to draw her out. And to one of our original friends, our original hosts, been doing this as long as anyone, along with Mike, the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello. Uh, hi. Just like an intro. It's, it's sort of, it's sort of, uh, it's it's ingrained now. If we say your name, you just respond with that charming hello every hello. time. Hello. <laughs> Remember, I said I was a little nervous. Um, okay, I'm Christy, and I live in Linwood, Washington. I um, am female. She, her are my <laughs> pronouns. And uh, thank let's you, see. email signature. <laughs> and my age is one year older than Anne. So whatever she is going with, add one year to that, and that's okay. how old I am. 
<laughs> mm, 33. 33 or 36 or 40, whatever it was, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. forgot to mention my age, but I don't even know oh. what it is. I think it's 30. I think I'm 37. I don't know. Something you like are that. a statistician, right? Yeah, but who cares? She doesn't calculate ages. No. Wait, it yes, gets I do. harder to remember your own age as you get older. It's true. Yeah. It I don't like, care. Like I super yeah. don't. I'm the Same. opposite of Hillary as far as like birthday <laughs> enthusiasm. I don't give a shit about my birthday, and I don't care how old mm. I am. I think I'm 37. Yeah. I might be 38. I don't know. <laughs> I just... I'm the same way, and people think I'm lying when I'm like. I think it's this and then I have to do the math <laughs> like take the year that it is and then yeah. minus the year I was born yeah. and then they're just looking at me like you're an idiot like <laughs> you're lying or you're an idiot or something's happening um the primary characters that I will discuss are Jeremy um my husband Jeremy boo and his <laughs> I just made the role of Mike <laughs> okay <laughs> who's also happens to be Mike's boss Yes, um, he is. Not in the bank robbing ring. For uh, in now. An actual cousin, <laughs> in an actual company. Um, and then his daughter, my stepdaughter, is a um, nine-year-old, and um, Ellie is what we call her. And I have a really dumb dog uh, that's name is Aww, Buddy, and he's, he's a so long cute. dog. We don't know. He is pretty cute, but he looks like an idiot as well. Um, <laughs> he, he had to have nine teeth pulled, and so his tongue doesn't stay Aww. in his mouth. <laughs> So he just looks so dumb, but he's so cute. Um, he's a long dog of some kind of mix. We know there is either Corgi or Dachshund in there, but he's like very long and his legs are very short. Um, I like that his name is Buddy because it, most strangers walking up to your dog will guess his name right yeah. or call him by the right name 45% of the time. Yeah. Right. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Well, and that's what happened is we saved him from a family that called him Bullet. Ugh. And that just is, we don't like guns in this house. And no. also, Bullet yeah. is just like a dumb name for a cute looking dog. Yeah. Um, so, and then Ellie was like, we can't change his name. And I was like, how about if it's Buddy? It sounds like Bullet. And so she's like, fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, those, oh, um, I also have uh, gay dads that are entertaining. So I tell stories about them. Mm. Yes. Kim, yeah. is there anything else you can think of? Favorite drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite drink um, is iced tea, uh, unsweetened black iced tea. No lemon, please. And then if I want to be really indulgent, I like to have a, um, with crushed ice, it has to be 20% crushed ice, <laughs> I love cherry it. Dr. Pepper, mm. and I have to drink it with a straw. Yum. Yeah. We That's it. Gunning for that Dr. Pepper sponsorship. <laughs> yes. Well, that leaves me. And uh, two things to note. One, we probably won't all six of us be hosting every week. Uh, the plan is that we'll sort of rotate in and out a few of us because this is clearly overwhelming. Uh, also, uh, Jeremy gets an honorable mention. He's sort of one of our sort of seventh hosts uh, slash master behind the scenes jeremy is our tech guy he sets up the feed for the podcast uh he makes sure that things work for us so that we don't have to so thank you for that jeremy and hopefully if he's ever not working we'll get him actually on the show for a few minutes Mm -hmm. because jeremy's always got stories he's lived quite a life himself (laughs) that's true in fact since we have a lot of listeners who probably weren't listeners back in the day to nerd out loud a previous project with christy and jeremy 
we should probably just get Jeremy in here to tell the story of your courtship one of these days because yes. that that yes. could be a whole like we could do winter break with that just put that in the can and come back yes. in a month I love it oh I love gosh. it do I have to relive that <laughs> we'll just we'll focus on the good well it was just our anniversary on um, October 12th Aww. yeah it was yep <laughs> no that one is Bobby. November 9th or something <laughs> My name is Bobby Pape. Uh, I live in Buffalo, New York with my wife, Sam, Samantha, um, and our cat, Cupcake. Uh, I commute back and forth between Buffalo and Boston and sometimes other random places. So I record probably in more hotel rooms than most of the most of my fellow co-hosts porn stars yeah <laughs> right most of your more popular porn stars. yeah yeah uh i am 33 i'm in my jesus year um and uh <laughs> i i lived in buffalo for many years i moved to the boston area for a while and then sam and i moved back about uh two years ago now we're, we're glad to be back uh i am the manager of a professional new music chamber music ensemble in boston a job that I love so much, even though the hours are long and the pay is low, that I was willing to keep commuting back to Boston for it. So uh, that is that's it for here. Those are my primary characters. We are um, we are dog browsing at the moment. We are dog curious. So, really? Um, is her laptop open right now? Yeah, what is <laughs> Do you want to take at? a look? Yeah. Yeah. Go through her history. This, you know, I, I was the one who uh, surprised her with the uh, the uh, – you know, the wanting to get married, but everything since then, the houses, the, yeah, the cat. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we, we will get a yeah. dog when I get a screenshot of a dog that we just can't say no to. So the, the dog is probably coming fairly soon. Um, my drink of choice. Um, oh, one more primary character, uh, because I do work for a music director of a very small ensemble. You may hear me mention Dick once in a while. He is my, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's he's old enough that it's okay that he's named Dick. Um, he is the. Would you say he's your boss? Uh, I would say that we are colleagues. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's a good relationship to have with your Dick. Yeah, exactly. Stop! Stop! <laughs> oh my god! Don't I let know. him be your boss. I've had this job for almost seven years. I've made every Dick joke you can possibly I know. imagine. I know. Uh, <laughs> Excuse uh, me for trying. He, he and I are very close, and so I may mention him from time to time as well, because uh, we've been working together for a long time. Uh, my trick of choice, um, I hadn't thought we'd break it down to one or the other, but since we did, uh, bourbon on ice, or some variant thereof, for my alcoholic drink, uh, or Diet Coke, like Anne. In fact, until I met Anne, I thought I was the biggest Diet Coke fan I knew. <laughs> uh, and then I met Anne and realized nope. that... It's like kismet. Y'all were supposed to meet and call yeah. her the Diet Coke world you know one time i think we jinxed each other or something and you said uh, i owe you a diet coke and i was like yeah and then i got a box from amazon prime that had four 12 packs Aww. of diet cokes in it and he was like i love That's you Bobby. <laughs> wow uh, like i said before well, we got fired up i mean i love all of you of course and and a lot of us have gotten to know one another very well doing these kinds of projects for a long time but and I, I love you like the sister that I'm so glad my mom never had. <laughs> <For me. laughs> 
Um, I just am concerned about the two of you when the apocalypse happens. Like, who's getting that last Diet Coke? Oh, they're fighting to the mm. death. That is going to be the final right. battle between Bobby and Anne. Right. That's what's happening. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case. And I, I say that because Diet Coke definitely has... Well, I'll say this. I think Diet Coke has an expiration. I think that oh, when God, it gets yes. really old... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So what we're going to have is we're going to have several months of just drinking Diet Coke to the end of time. Pure pleasure. Yeah. Right. And there's probably going to be enough for that because we'll kill all of you if you're in the way. I accidentally almost poisoned Anne with an expired Diet Coke when she oh, came yeah. to my work. <laughs> oh. I'm like, I don't know. But she probably knows as soon as she opens it, right? Like, Oh, she I'm did. Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One she sip. Did. I was like, one sip. She's like, nope. On this. Something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> don't take the product, guys. First in, first out. Let's go now. Let's go. That actually happened to me with a wine once. You know, when the, the, the server yes. brings the wine, you're supposed turned. to smell it or whatever. It, it actually did. I actually sent it back. I was like, this is bad. Like, that's why they do that mm-hmm. yeah yep. and, and i'm sure it's the same with diet coke <laughs> open to... up a new box <laughs> yeah, they, they had did. to go get the manager give you your four dollars back it was like a whole yep. deal <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you're actually just in an aisle at trader joe's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i shouldn't have opened that bottle but you know <laughs> uh before we move on to our media so that's us by the way and thank yep. you for joining us and please if you like what you're hearing so mm-hmm. far although as we were saying before we started this is very much a pilot episode we've got a lot of a lot to get through uh but if you like what you're hearing so far uh do all those things tell a friend write a review etc if you don't like it mm-hmm. i don't know there's lots of other podcasts out there um <laughs> I'm wondering, should I have mentioned my therapist as a primary oh, therapist? Oh, yes. In my life? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, probably like pound for pound, I mentioned her more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. She's also the reason we can't record in a 90 minute window on Saturday afternoons. <laughs> Only every other week. Yeah. I love that you found a therapist that works on the weekends. That's I know amazing. it's great, isn't yes. it? It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, so I, I doubt this is actually true for anyone, but if you're hearing this and you're not familiar with where we all came from, we were brought together, uh, as co-hosts of a podcast called little red bandwagon. We, we hosted that show. Some of us for a little over four years, others a little bit less as the bandwagon grew. Uh, and that show, uh, was sort of a, a rolling tribute to both ourselves and to a show that brought us all together. Uh, called TBTL, Too Beautiful to Live. Those archives exist in this feed. So if you want to hear many, many hours of us loving one another and hating TBTL, please go back and listen to oh, those. Please. They're don't, there. Don't open up that debate again. We don't hate TBTL. I know. I know. <laughs> what I'm oh, saying God. is they're all there. And so for context, I want you to know that. In fact, go listen to the one episode that appears before this, and that'll cover more than enough um, and, and all of our love uh, for that past. But where we are now... Uh, is this show has everything. I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge all of you who've written written to us and sent us messages and Facebook messages us and gave him messages to support on the old Facebook page and in the new group, which the Facebook group is This Show Has Everything, and you should come join us there if you haven't already. We are so glad that you're all writing in. Uh, and I would say change your focus now and tell us uh, topic ideas, because now we have an entire show to program. <laughs> <laughs> Help. Uh, I think we didn't want to get too backed up into reading word for word all of your messages here because they're sort of less relevant to this show. But we're very glad that we received them and uh, 
I, I don't think it's uh, a bad thing for us to say just one more time quickly that we have been overwhelmed by the positive feedback we've had in launching this. So for those yes. of you who are listening now, thank you for being in on the ground floor of something that we're going to hope uh, really grows. So yes. thank you. We're excited mm-hmm. about it. I do, I do think the one thing that we have to mention is that listener Bob has accepted listener Carolyn's <laughs> challenge <laughs> of a, some sort of duel over what's the best regional convenience yeah, store in, Phil- in uh, Pennsylvania wow. somewhere yeah <laughs> hyper local mm-hmm. uh, um okay so I decided because I like to sing and I'm obsessed with Hamilton that I would sing Bob quote-unquote Wawa Stein's um um call out to Carolyn can I sing it are y'all cool with it mm-hmm. can we stop well, you yep <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> right. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Tin Duel Commandments. All right, that's it. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. My shorty hoagie to one of your chicken subs. That's how she spells it. That's what, It's all with a Z. Ten paces in New Jersey at sunrise. I love it. I love that there are duels going on. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> Not actual. Now, do you just turn and eat the sub? Because I'd be down with that. Oh yeah, that's the best duel ever. Yeah. Um, well, we started. I don't know if we said it when we started answering. Is that we had a question of the week, which was, "What's your drink of choice?" If you have a suggestion for a question of the week that you want to hear us answer and yourself answer, Mm -hmm. send them in to. We'll give you the all the stuff at the end of the show, or on our Facebook. Yeah. It's like well, a slow think, ask us everything. Yeah. yeah. Anything. You can repeat it now, too. Uh, the email address, the new email address, the old one, if you have it, I think will still work for a while. But the new email mm-hmm. address is Tishi, which is that how we're pronouncing it? Tishi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. T-S-H-E at 10710.com. And that's all spelled out. So Tishi, T-S-H-E at T-E-N-S-E-V-E-N-T-E-N.com. Email us your questions of the week and answer the question of the week if you like. Tell us what's your drink of choice. <laughs> yes love it uh we mentioned the birthday countdown too but how many days is it hillary uh it's nine days i mean you know there's like counting today is it i don't know it's the 27th so we're we're in it's next sunday nine from today or from when this drops <laughs> right so when this drops now you've t- you've given it away that we're recording on friday night i know this is dropping sorry. monday this isn't live people <laughs> i know sorry to break it to you live. also this is how we spend our friday nights <laughs> Woo. Right. Um, Nerds. yeah we're cool um i actually am um I'm going up to Boston next Thursday to celebrate. Uh, oh gosh, I shouldn't. Have, uh, it's my, guys. Nobody tell her, but it's my mother-in-law's surprise seventieth birthday. I'm celebrating somebody else's oh. birthday. I know. Shh, Bobby, shh, don't do it. Don't do it. Except that the one benefit of going up there, besides I get to see like leaf peep or whatever, and I get to see an actual fall, is um, I get to see Bobby Pape, and he gets to take yep. me out on my birthday. Yay. Buy yep. me a drink. <laughs> I know. What? I know. On your actual birthday? On my actual oh. birthday. I know. It's going to be amazing. So, um, Bob, you I feel like we should drink? all go to that. <laughs> cheap yeah, just Bobby. one? Come on, Bobby. <laughs> I was at the last one. Why can't I be at this one? I know. You know what? 41 is slightly less. Um, you know, I feel the same way as I did about 31. I remember turning 30 and being super excited. Like, like 30 and flirty, this is fun. And 40 was sort of like, <laughs> everybody celebrate me. 41 seems like um, 
kind of. I know. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> time to buckle down. No, well, it just is Hillary. like forty-one is prime. I, I, number I know, you know, those are the best oh, kinds of birthdays. I, listen, oh, you are not the only person it. that is ta- another character. Another character nerds. that might show up on this is uh, Will the pilot, and he has told me that, that forty-one is a prime number as well as you, Anne, and that I should mm-hmm. embrace it. So I'm trying to embrace the prime. So all right, that's where we are. Um, it is birthday countdown. Now let me say this: I love my birthday. I do not expect presents. I just like like attention and that is it it's not nothing wrong with that i don't i don't like i don't like i don't thrive off of gifts i just like i want again as i have said in previous episodes of our previous podcast i want people to tell me i'm smart and pretty and that's it just seems to happen a lot on your (laughs) birthday (laughs) now hillary if if people go to uh join our facebook group right now what will they be treated to okay what they will be treated to is my best friend missy okay some context missy is definitely another character in um my cast of characters, Missy and I have been best friends since I was <laughs> I was two. She was three. We lived around the block from each other, and our parents decided to carpool us, and we've been best friends ever since. And uh, we have kids that are about the same age. I mean, honestly, I've known her since I was like she's my oldest memory. Um, anyway, so she has a lot of embarrassing pictures of me, and she has uh, been a, a fervent listener of our previous show. And she, uh, I made her you know join the facebook group and she's going to listen to this show and she's been posting pictures of me the 12 days of hillary and i did tell her like she posted the first one and i did tell her okay if you decide to do this you have to keep doing it like you can't like fall off you have to keep Mm -hmm. doing this and she's busy don't embarrass us (laughs) i know she's busy at school like she's a librarian she's doing stuff and i'm like no get after it go find a picture (laughs) so uh follow the facebook page and you will see I don't ever think I look like my daughter or I don't think my daughter looks like me. And then Missy posted a picture today and I was like, oh, there it is. We do kind of look yep. alike a little bit. We've got a sassy pose at age seven right there. So there it is. Hillary, <laughs> maybe if you put a picture of your daughter into that like uh, face generator that everyone seems to be trying to use in our in our Facebook chat, maybe you would get a, a, a representation you'd be more happy with. more. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Because it just seems like you're getting all these blousy blondes, you know. <laughs> I know. That's it. I don't. Yeah, You're not getting I'll... anything with any character. No, I know. I just look like a generic blonde lady. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the, yeah. The Memoji, the new uh, Apple thing. I, I just look like a, I look like Dolly Parton or I just look like a generic blonde lady. Yep. And that's not what I look <laughs> like. Yep. There was one that kind of looked like Joan Rivers or your mom. Though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. One in the same. Yeah, but not you. None of them look like no, you. I know. You're right. Doesn't work. Nope. Doesn't work for all of us. Uh, I was texting with a friend of mine earlier. In fact, I'm heading to Toledo this weekend to see my godsons, and it was his father. And I think he went the other direction with the new Apple emoji. You can either do one that looks as much like you as you can do, or you can go in completely the other direction. And his, to me, looks like if Jeremy Holmes had a mohawk. Um <laughs> Mm. it's uh it's got a lot of face piercings and makeup and a mustache Mm -hmm. and a mohawk and he's stroking his sort of chin beard and he's got big glasses on and yet somehow i get jeremy out of this so (laughs) Mm. well it what's it's the same thing like 
all blonde white ladies look the same in life and they also do. the emoji and yeah. and same with all white bald guys mm-hmm. like <laughs> his emoji i'm like he's like i made one too i'm like oh you didn't i hadn't oh. even known because it looks it's so boring <laughs> and you so can't put the giant earrings some hair you can't you can't um yeah you need to have the hair in there yeah, um, okay i have you those. can't do giant earrings like he has <laughs> right <laughs> the people that i've seen the most that like it's like the best representation are christy yours is great and Phyllis is another character who we will bring up time and time again. Oh, yeah. Phyllis is perfect. Hers is ideal. It looks exactly like you would be mm-hmm. able to tell it was yeah, her it from her. Like, you yeah. wouldn't even have to, like, say this is Phyllis. It just looks like Phyllis. Mine looks nothing like me. It just looks no. like some generic white lady with brown <laughs> hair. Meredith, I... are we generic? Are we really generic looking? Maybe. Basic. You're very we're, basic. So, we're, we're so unique that they haven't put our features into. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> I think curly hair helps. Uh, I think that's helping mm-hmm. Phyllis. I have curly hair. Meredith and I have curly Christy. hair. I have curly hair, but I almost never wear it curly. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Meredith, you you almost always like keep it as straight as you can. Yes. And Hillary, you don't have really curly hair like no, these it's like ladies. Wavy. Yeah. I know. It's true. Yeah. It, it just seems so weird that the things they include, like they have every kind of nose piercing and face yeah. piercing <laughs> right, possible, right, right. but there are but three like noses. not realistic hair. Yeah, there's three noses. No, not really even face shapes. Yeah, yeah. it's like kid face shape or adult. It's lazy. <laughs> yeah. My bitmoji is still way more uh, accurate. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> But Phyllis is is so realistic that you think if you just if you turn the camera down from that, she, there would be a Bowden dress on her, r- right <laughs> yeah. there. It would just be like, <laughs> boom, Phyllis. I, I haven't done mine yet, but as a chubby white guy with a beard and glasses, <laughs> and I'm usually wearing a flannel shirt. I assume if you turn the camera down, there'll just be a craft beer in my hand, and yeah, a pair of baggy yeah. jeans. Harry Crane uh, from Mad Men holding. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's only when I fix my hair. I think there's a big difference on the days that you I did. care. Oh, hey, you guys have some good lettuce. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you that. I gotta, I gotta take it while I can. You know, it's nice and thick right now because I know one day I'm gonna wake up in a in a horror scene of a bald head and a bed full of hair. <laughs> it's just uh, all, gonna, well, it's all gonna go at once. At least you're not James Cameron. You don't have like a 75 year old uh, woman's wispy hair that you're trying God. to grow out like I would. I think we should uh, we should tease that for a further episode because I know you can do a whole segment on James Cameron's hair. Yeah, James Cameron's <laughs> wispy hair. There's a promise. <laughs> yeah, we're we're already pretty deep into this, but we do have some medium talk topics for tonight. Um, I think we could do them fairly quickly, which are famous words. Uh, why are we in a hurry where are we going it's friday night i mean are we are we going out later excuse Uh, me there's a new episode of the great british baking show oh bye guys i'm painting our downstairs i'm not i I already watched this week's ncis oh god Um, (laughs) all right uh let's start with something we're calling our week in review uh, these are just uh, little hits from our week that was. Uh, and Hillary, we'll go right back to talk about your age. Oh, yes. In, in relation to <laughs> your... What's your age again? <laughs> What's your age again? What's your age again? Uh, I'm, going to be four... <laughs> I'm going to be 41 in eight days, nine days, whatever it is. I can't... Well, I'm, not, I'm not the mathematician. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you're being a responsible... Did you say mathematician? Because I wouldn't have gotten away with that. <laughs> 
She's the math magician. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm about to turn 41. And for whatever reason, I'm not scared of the doctor, but for whatever reason, I just like... We could have another whole podcast episode about this. I really like my doctor, but when I call to get into her, they're like, "Mm, that'll be about three months to get into her. And I'm like, okay, I thought that, you know, the whole thing about... Um, the American system is that like we can choose our doctors and like get in whenever we want we don't have to wait but my doctor it's like two to three months every time I want to get into her luckily I don't have you know any um, reason to go into her just for my annual but anyway so I'm not going to get into super detail but I did go for my first mammogram Um, I was a little bit nervous again I'm not scared of doctors but it's just sort of the unknown and what I will say to any of the ladies that have not done it before, this is the closest algorithm I could come up with. The closest, like, analogy, not algorithm, sorry, um, is that it felt like dental x-rays in that, you know, that they, like, put the thing in your mouth and they're like, okay, bite down and, like, pose your head in this weirdly cocked way where you're like, I can't hold this for that long, but I'm sure I'll do it for the time it takes you to go take the picture. That's basically what happened. She positioned my my boob in such a way that it was like, okay, like just hold still. And it like clomps down on your boob. Now it doesn't hurt that bad. Um, I don't know. I've had friends with smaller chests than I have that said it hurt more. I don't, you know, it depends on what kind of boob you have, but it didn't hurt that bad. It just felt odd. And I just, she was like, you can breathe, but I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I kind of had to hold my breath because if I breathed, I would just like, I would move. I would sort of slide out of the whole situation um, I haven't gotten the results back. I'm assuming it's okay. I mean, who knows? Um, it was fine. It was just weird. Although this is the, the funniest part of this or not. This is the most embarrassing part. So I go into this room, the lady's super nice. And she's like, okay, like put the little cover capelet thing over you. And, um, you know, just tell me when you're ready. And then she was like, you, I was wearing a dress obviously. Cause I like almost always wear dresses. She was like, I don't know. You might, it was a button down in the front. And she said, you might have to take the whole thing off. Or if you could just like take it down to your waist. And I was like, well, I think I might have to take the whole thing off. Cause it just doesn't work that way. And she, I was like trying to test it and she was walking out and I was like fully getting undressed while she was still in the area. When I was, and I think she was like, no, 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 it's okay. Like I'm going to leave. And I'm so like, <laughs> I'm so used to, my family seeing me naked or like giving birth or whatever that I'm completely comfortable undressing in front of somebody else. And I think she was like twice Hillary <laughs> twice. You've, mm. <laughs> you've two children. <laughs> so I'm like undressing and the lady's like slowly, no, no, like it's okay. Like I'm going to leave. And I was like, Oh, I mean like, it's okay. I don't really care if you see me. I don't really need all the Cape accoutrement in order uh, to, it's fine. Like I, I, I'm not that modest. People have seen a lot worse on me. So anyway, <laughs> um, that was my experience with it. It wasn't that bad. Anybody who's going to do it, it really wasn't that bad. I it was. Um, I'm not. I don't have that much of a fear of doctors or that kind of stuff. But it it was it was pretty innocuous, and it took about ten minutes at most. Hillary, I have a question. Yes, follow up question. Yes, when you went. Did you go to like a women's center to do it or just your regular doctor's um, luckily office? Luckily, my doctor's office is sort of, um, in the time that I've been going there, they've gotten bigger and bigger and they sort of absorbed this thing in the building. That's like, I, I went to the same place within the building to get um, an ultrasound for both the kids. And actually, this is what made me feel kind of old because I was like, I remember when I was here to like 
see what sex my baby was and now it's like you know now I'm going for my mammogram but it was in the same place so I just had to go like check in then go down and then go back up so yeah it was I I think in some places you they are you're made to go someplace else but mine was all Mm -hmm. in one kind of deal because I went and supported a friend and it was like a spa in there. Really? They had these like fluffy robes no, and the no, lights were low no. and they gave you blankets no. and tea. No. It was amazing. Mine was no. not like this. No men were allowed in the in the area. You know, the one thing that Can was we weird. we live there? I know. I know, right? <laughs> but the, the one thing that was weird about mine and I, I, my, I still kind of feel bad about this, but she had said to me, if you're wearing deodorant, like here are some wipes because sometimes I guess it like. I'm not a scientist can, lady, but it can like show weird things on the mammogram. And I, for whatever reason, like I have a good memory for some things, but like it was the moment she told me that I forgot that she told me that. So she took all of the pictures and then I was like, oh my God, I forgot to take my deodorant off. And she was like, it's okay. It didn't show up. My appointment was at three. So I think at some that point it had probably worn off. But anyway, if you're <laughs> going in for a mammogram, either don't wear deodorant or wear natural deodorant, though I'm not really a big supporter of natural mm-hmm. deodorant. So <laughs> not in Texas. No, not in Texas. Uh but yeah, it was not bad. It wasn't bad. I mean I felt, you know, old, but it wasn't bad. Well I'm gonna go cancel that Tom subscription now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I stayed quiet to avoid sounding like an insensitive asshole. <laughs> I you didn't make any questions. inappropriate okay. jokes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't questions. Just, you know, punchlines. <laughs> yeah. uh, Meredith, uh, you were embarrassed this week. I sure was. Um, and I think this could maybe be a regular <laughs> segment because I feel like something <laughs> awful like this happens to me every week. So what happened, to, this was actually today. I went to yoga this afternoon and my yoga studio is in a busy kind of part of uh, a northern suburb of Detroit called Ferndale. And it's... There are a lot of restaurants and bars on that strip. And so on on the weekends, it's really hard to find a parking spot. So they offer um, free valet. So I valeted my car, which I hate doing, but I did it. And when I went to pick up the car, the the guy brought it back and the windows were all rolled down, which fine, I don't care. I plugged in my phone and, you know, it will start playing uh, the music that you were listening to before and <laughs> what happened what happened was as soon <laughs> as I plugged in my phone it was at very loud volume and it was big baby dram just yelling the n-word just mm. so loud <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah no. it I was mean, terrible we- and the g- the you guy who brought along me my car that, was no, I wasn't. The guy who brought me my car though was an African American gentleman, and they were all like so nice. I was standing at the 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 you know the umbrella with them for a little while, talking to them, and it was just like, "Bye, friends. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about the racism." <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it, but he did, and it blasted through my speakers into the. Oh, it's just awful. It kind of ruined my post yoga glow. Meredith, for future reference, when you're telling the story, you don't need to say African American gentleman. Just say gentleman because we all know that's code for African American. Oh, oh, he was an yes. urban fellow. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh no! But down, at least down here in the South, it's when you say gentleman, everyone knows it. <laughs> 
So that's my embarrassing story for the week. It was awful, and I'm dead now. <laughs> that's awesome. I died. I love that. Yep. I like it. Yep. Oh, that could be a good segment. One of us a week could at least come up with a story where we died. I think I could do it every week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that happened to you. Yeah, thanks. Oh, yes. That that might be a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's good, too. Uh, as you can see, we're still working this out. There's still some workshopping here, so... Keep keep those tishi at ten seven ten dot com. Keep keep those thoughts coming. Uh, I just want to mention Sam and I were in San Francisco last weekend and early this week um, because she had a conference and because I tagged along because I'd never been to San Francisco before and there was a lot of hype going into this, including an excellent burrito place that was recommended by a couple of people, including but not limited to Hillary Butler. <laughs> I just want some credit. I just want some credit. That's all. I, That's it. I accidentally posted to social media how great this burrito place was, crediting the other good friend who, not as good as Hillary, of course, who mentioned this burrito place. Not as pretty. Uh, no, she's prettier. Than, hears it. You're so rude. She's way prettier than I am. So I've seen her picture. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary immediately stalked her. Who is this other person? Right. Recommended 100% we follow each other now on Instagram. She is way prettier than I am. I will give her credit. <laughs> I already explained to Amanda that I had to do some make good with Hillary, so it's fine. <laughs> uh I had, you know, San Francisco, right? Great burrito, seafood, uh, chowder and a bread bowl, sourdough. I didn't see any rice aroni anywhere. Um, but I, I, I had never been, so I fielded a lot of suggestions. And there were lots of good food ideas. And I also walked a lot, which is something I usually do when I'm in a new city. I just walk all over the damn place and want to see everything. And I also want to take my time. And, of course, I also had really no agenda because Sam was busy for most of the meeting and I was just sort of free and on my own. I'm also cheap, so I'm not going to do anything that requires a whole I lot of I love this vacation plan, by the way. I like, <laughs> I like, I like your style. So, Tag along. Uh, buy something cheap. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, I Keep also going. had the moment where I was walking back from the sort of touristy pier area and decided I would walk in a straight line back to the hotel, which was up a giant hill. And there was one mm. of those cable cars, but that was seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, I just oh, destroyed no my calves. Uh, I think I would have just tried to look pathetic on my sticks, you know, <laughs> so they'd waive the fee. But th that is the thing about San Francisco is that, like, if you look on the map or something, you're like, oh, that's not far. But yeah. everything's yeah. flat and it doesn't show the right. giant ass hill you have to go up right. yeah. and then down and then up and then down and then up. Uh, Which really is cool. It's like a one time. Yeah, in your life but I, I figured if I was going to do that, I was going to do it with Sam because it's like the mm -hmm. photo op and we never ended up doing it. Um, I also have one of those fitness watches now. And so I know that that day I walked up 30 something flights of stairs, quote unquote. Yeah. Going up I'm telling hills. you, I, I briefly lived in the Bay Area and I worked in San Francisco and my ass looked really good when I was there. I was also like in my <laughs> early 20s, but it looked really good when I was there because I was walking up hills all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, well, so this is the devastating part. This is why I, I wrote the San Francisco trick on the run sheet. I went and everybody who's lived there or has been there a while ago loves San Francisco. It always has all these great things to say about San Francisco. And I don't get it. Uh, it was not great. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, this is not to say that it's their fault, but the homeless population is huge. Yeah. Um, the city is filthy. I mean, 
Christy, you're the one who asked me just straight up, was there poop on the sidewalks everywhere? And the answer is yes. That's a, that's a thing that yeah. residents do is dog or human. Yeah. Like that's a game that people play. Ew. Um, Most of the city smells like broken plumbing. Okay. It was hey, awful. So, Bobby, I was thinking... I was thinking about this while when you posted this and I um, have at some points agree. Um, but then I like, I don't know, sir, like I saw this post on Instagram that made me think of you. And I was like, oh, you know, there are just some this woman that I follow. Um, she was like posting about how she went to Florence and she was really excited about going to Florence. And she was like, sometimes you just don't. And this sounds so new agey and hippy dippy but she said sometimes you just don't vibe with the city sometimes you just don't and you want to but like it just doesn't work and I think for whatever reason you were I, I, and I'm not like invalidating your feelings because I think that all of those are like really valid feelings about San Francisco it's too expensive the homeless problem is a problem there's like trash issues it's not a very well-run city um but there are it doesn't really work that well when it's like kind of warm and sunny outside. It's like not meant to be like that. It almost exacerbates all of it. And I feel like sometimes you just don't vibe with the city. Like I really like New York city to visit, but like I could never imagine living there and I find it very exhausting. Like I get kind Mm -hmm. of like exhausted and done in by it by the end. Whereas Chicago, I really like like Chicago. I kind of like enjoy and kind of get how it works or, Hmm. Whatever, you know, it's just sometimes it like works with your personality and works. And I don't think you should feel bad about it because you could probably go in a month and maybe it would work or maybe it wouldn't. And like, that's okay. And I'll say, you know, there's a ton of stuff we didn't get to do because, you know, Sam was on a schedule and so we didn't do Alcatraz. We didn't get out into nature, which is the part that bummed me. You know, we didn't go to wine country. We didn't go to to Muir Woods. Like all those things around san francisco sound amazing yeah yeah <laughs> outside of but like we were staying in union square i was union in the city square is I, tough it's tough it's a tough i walked to the pier i walked to the mission district like i so i saw a lot of the in-between neighborhoods which were not great um and there's just there's a lot of, you know buffalo's like too buffalo is a pocket city there's neighborhoods that are great and then i probably wouldn't encourage to in fact um i have a freelance gig uh, that you guys know about, but for the listener's sake, I, I occasionally work with a company that gives out these heart monitors to um, like factory employees. And I just found out we're actually going to do a gig outside of Buffalo the next, uh, in a couple of weeks for two days. And so of course I'm doing it because it's right here. And my colleague who's coming out from actually from outside of uh, San Francisco uh, to, to stay here for a few days for that gig, she was asking me like what hotel to stay at, where to stay. And she was like, Oh, should I stay in Niagara Falls? It's really close. And I want to go to the falls. And I was like, no, no, no. Niagara Falls is a shithole. Niagara Falls, USA is awful as a city. It's like two blocks of tourism and then just crime and garbage. Do not stay in Niagara Falls, stay down in Buffalo, stay in one of these neighborhoods. (laughs) And so I, I could kind of tell I drew the short straw in the neighborhood. Um, and yet, it's sort of the economic center. Like, that's where yeah. all the businesses are. But that's it, where some of the upscale restaurants are. It's kind of like staying in Times Square, you know? It's like that's sort of the right. central area. But you like, do you really want to... St- I I totally get it. Like, I t- that's just where you stay. I mean, it's just where you stay. Yeah. So, um, Well, and I, I try not to be a snob about it. Like, I get cities are, cities are grimy and they're working places. And so it's not, it's not cleaned up for my enjoyment. It's a city. There's active things going on. But... I just, something didn't, you're right. Something didn't vibe because yeah. I just, uh, I was really unimpressed. 
Yeah. So. I, yeah. I, I'm like not going to turn you against it because I didn't, uh, you know, I lived there for two years and eventually moved to LA, which has, is, I, I could have a podcast about where I go on about Los Angeles for uh, like an hour. Mike and I could debate Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles. And I definitely, I understood how it works better than San Francisco, but San Francisco is one of those places that I like love to visit because it's such an odd place. It's so different mm-hmm. from the rest of America that I kind of enjoyed it. But it, but yeah, it's not, it's, it's weird. It's a weird place. I did have some good meals. You know, I got my burrito. I got our chowder and a bread bowl. I, I got bread at that Bowdoin bakery yeah. and just yeah. ate toast. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you've been so there. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Didn't you roll a donut the size of a car tire down the street that, at some point that, with a stick? That was a highlight. That was a highlight. I went to Bob's Donuts and I got a couple of donuts and they said that they're crumb donuts. Someone ran, some random person said their crumb donuts are great and they put that as a review up in the window. And so I had a couple of their crumb donuts, one cake donut, one raised donut. And that's that's my MO in any city I end up in, is I want to find sort of the not sort of touristy but not quite overpriced, super fancy and Bob's Donuts was it for me. I bought the t-shirt and Oh, nice. Yeah. I always I always try. and a beer bar. Uh Chris O'Leary, hopefully friend of this show, Chris O'Leary, our friend the beer blogger, uh pointed us to Tornado, a really That's amazing cash so only beer bar. In the hate, and right? We, uh, it's in the hate, the lower yeah. hate, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, cool. we, we got the shirts there too. We got matching shirts there cuz Sam also really likes that kind of stuff. Um a quick story about Tornado because it's another Bobby, like, again, like, went to all the restaurants that I loved when I lived in San Francisco. I didn't actually live in San Francisco. I lived in Berkeley, but I worked, and we would go into San Francisco. But um, Bobby's heard the story, but I met a guy at – this is before my husband. I met a guy at Toronado. We went on a date. After I met him there, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and he told me I ate the guacamole too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so Bye. that was after a mediocre mm-hmm. makeout. So he was done. We were over. That never <laughs> happened again. <laughs> Wait, you made out with him before the guacamole? I mean, maybe, but maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> I was in my early twenties. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> you can order had- more. You know, another order. It's like three dollars. Let's go. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Tornado is a great bar. Just don't like go out on a date with anybody that you meet there because they could shame, like shame your eating habits. I eat fast. <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> That's like, how I am. Bobby, I, I want to put a button on your San Francisco trip and also tie it into Mike has ideas, which is uh, a segment that we will do <laughs> very often because I have Lord. a lot of ideas. Oh no. Um, Mostly terrible ones. <laughs> when you were denied entrance to some restaurant you'd been recommended to and it was closed that day, did you or did you not go to a toast restaurant? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, we wanted to go to, what was it? Um, oh, uh, Mike, remind me the name of the woman in the Gary Goldman state abbreviation sketch. Oh, Dottie's? Yes, it was Dottie's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. It was, <laughs> it was Dottie's Blue Bottle or something. And we were supposed to meet up Dottie's for, for brunch on our last day before we left with a friend. In fact, with Amanda, the friend who recommended the burrito place, but not as fervently as Hillary did. And um, 
<laughs> we we met there and then we found out that they had fairly recently changed their hours and they were now closed a couple of days a week and this is one of the days they were closed. And Amanda said, "Well, I know another place. We'll just go." And we went and it was a straight up avocado toast restaurant. It was it was we have fancy different kinds of toast and you order a kind of toast. Um two two confessions actually about this restaurant. So I'm glad you brought it up, Mike. One the $9 slice of toast with stuff on it. Uh huh. Was actually very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, California. From a food cost perspective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was already, I was already caught into paying for this toast. So I, I had to release desire on the cost and just try to enjoy it. Yeah. I, I got gotcha. you. Uh, so the first confession is it was good. And the second confession is um, I ordered something that had a 8 million things on it and salsa. And I thought, well, something salsa y I'll like. And Sam got something with like ricotta cheese and tomatoes and basil, like a basil pesto, like a bruschetta or something. Sort of, just, right? Yeah. But with these fancy, you know, hipster places, you never know if it's going to be like deconstructed or or reimagined uh-huh. or whatever other bullshit. And so we were sitting outside. And I was playing waiter for the ladies, so I was bringing out the drinks when they were ready, and I brought out all the toasts when they were ready. I saw tomatoes on one of the pieces of toast and not realizing I didn't know what Sam had ordered. I sort of put that in front of my spot on the table and I put mine in front of hers, uh, thinking that it was probably just like the salsa was deconstructed on mine. I just sort of assumed that that was mine and we were busy talking and eating and I really liked my toast and she liked her toast. And then after, as after we left, she looked at me and she said, I don't think I got what I ordered. And that's when I realized that we had eaten one another's orders completely without realizing it. No. That's marriage. Yeah, that's love, and it was good. <laughs> it, I think it actually worked out the way it should have. She liked hers. I liked mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we just accidentally stole one of those orders, and we're probably better off for it. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy that you were happy with your experience with that hipster <laughs> toast restaurant, and I was thinking about that, and then I thought back to, um, I thought back to. The cereal restaurant thing, you know, like the cereal bars that that, uh, the hipsters opened up. And I think a lot of them are still doing fine and all that. And, you know, there's these specialty joints where the hipsters are going to um, gravitate toward. And and this is, Christy, if you're still awake, perk up because you and I are the ice aficionados in this chat. Yes, for sure. (laughs) We love ice. In, In fact, to the point where I was so... I've been very put off about one of my Seattle trips over the summer when no one brought ice to either a picnic or any event that we had. No one, no one brought any ice except to dump into a cooler. Come on now. We need to ice our beverages, whatever it is, alcoholic, non-alcoholic. I got to have ice in there. I don't want any warm ass drink. Come on now. So I have a passion for ice. Once Wait, ice was invented, you should make I don't it know. clear that we don't mean the government agency. Right, 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 right. Right. Our passion goes, you know, further back beyond the creation of the government agency. So, it no beverage. I don't want any beverage without ice. Okay. Uh, Yeah, sure. Coffee, sure. Tea, fine. But everything else, cold. On ice. Come on, my orangina needs to be on ice. Um. So I thought, let's have an ice restaurant let's have an ice place where we have all the different kinds because 
You know, um, we all have our preferred kinds of ice. Yeah. And, and I was mm-hmm. thinking about this because, uh, you know, Bobby had his thing and we went out to this place called Pius and they had yeah. like giant taco time ice, like huge, like rabbit turd type the best of ice. ice. It's like, the best ice. It's the only mm-hmm. acceptable ice. It's so amazing. It's the best. But, but as passionate as we are about that kind of ice, there are plenty of people that are passionate about different kinds of ices from all over the world. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm thinking about opening an ice place, right? And uh you know the 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 business of it is it's going to be really easy to hit our food costs cuz you know you, we'll have a, a toppings bar or whatever we'll have, you know. But that's where they get but you. Are ba- people weighing their entrees is it like a like a fro yo? Yeah, this we'll flesh it all out. We'll flesh it all out. But uh yeah, I was thinking um, but our, our, we can't even start this chain of restaurants without, a an array of experts on fixing these machines on the operation and the repair of these machines, because ice machines are temperamental. They're moldy. Yeah. They're it's, uh, pink you know, ice is they a can thing, be very problematic. Right? Isn't it like pink mm-hmm. sludge or whatever? It's awful. I've seen, a, I've seen some things <laughs> in the ice business. Let's just say that. I spent a lot of time in the restaurant business. I've seen some really, really Me bad too. ice situations. A uh, guy who so, ran the coffee shop or owned the coffee shop I worked at in high school uh, never cleaned the ice machine, but did keep a bottle of Jack Daniels in the back of it. So that made it worth it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll inoculate you. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, so I was thinking that. We open this place, and and my name for it um, is Cubism. And the um, we have like not you know like bud tenders, but they're like ice tenders, and we call them cubists. <laughs> and they'll get you into the right cube. They'll get you in. You know they'll they'll find the proper toppings for you. Um, I don't know. It's I just had this idea this week, so there's a lot obviously that needs to be fleshed out, and obviously this is very. It's much more of a technical yep. thing yep. than than anything else because it, it will be a hit. I guarantee you it'll be a hit. <laughs> but can can you afford to run it? I mean, it's just like water and I guess cooling, refrigeration costs, electricity. Yeah, you got high energy costs. Yeah. But but like these uh, these pinball places like in in Austin. The only way that you can operate one of these things is if you have one or two people behind it that can fix all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. So at my old um, office, the uh, a brief history, I worked at one office. I had a baby, moved to another office, and then moved back to the uh, office I had before I had the baby. And the, but my the sandwich offices, the ones that I had before and after baby, they have the pebble ice. And honestly, it's one of the things that's keeping me there because this week has been so crazy at work. <laughs> like I kind of want to like rip my hair out, but I go and I can have a cup. I pour, I like shovel in the Sonic ice, and mm-hmm. I pour Diet Dr Pepper over it, and I'm in heaven. And I it makes me so happy. And if somebody could do that, actually, I looked it up for my mom because you can buy like. Um, you know, ones that go on your counter and they're really expensive. You're right, like Mike. They're three or really four hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only like forty five dollars to take a friend to Cubism 
and you could have the time of your life. Now, Mike, is is the theory behind this, is this based purely on the shape of the ice, or will you have different types? So oh, these no, ice yeah, cubes shape, are made from the Swiss glacier, and this yeah. one is made from the purest spring water in Ireland. Mm-hmm. We do the market research, and I mean, there are probably some people like from, uh, you know, from Love Canal that want polluted ice because that's what oh, they grow right. up on. Well, everybody but, won't stop yammering about the New York City water for bagels, so mm-hmm. maybe yeah. we should have I mean, that. People are passionate about their their water, their ice, and I think we can serve that. And the research, yeah, it's all in front of us. But like I said, we just need to line up people that can fucking engineer these machines. Mm-hmm. As a local correspondent, I think I can tell you that nobody wants Love Canal Ice. <laughs> <laughs> they grew up on it, Bobby. It was uh, all those yellow cubes. Uh, I hate this, and yet, because of the world we live in, I think it could be incredibly profitable, Mike. Yep. <laughs> and I'm, I'm yep. always... Me, me too. In my heart, I hate it. But if anyone's going to make money on it... Yeah, I mean... might as well oh, be yeah, us. Exactly. Always happy to separate dummies from their money. By the way, LittleRedBadMarket.com is yep. still up for the old merch store. Not, I'm not saying you're a dummy. I'm just saying, speaking of parting people uh, with their we're money. All dummies. <laughs> I, bought two, uh, I bought two hoodies from the LRB store recently. Did you get them yet? Very happy. Yeah, I recently received them. I'm wearing the, uh, the um, zippered one right now, which I never had before. And then I bought a, uh, a pullover to replace my... Um, my old pullover that is getting worn out and has a very regrettable stain on it that I can't seem to get out. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, They're great. They're the best, by the way. Oh, these, yeah. These are really great They're quality. good quality. So, They're soft. They're wonderful. Yeah. And, and the, the words, all the little drops, they never wear off no matter how many times you wash it. It's amazing. All right. Well, thank you, Mike, for your idea. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I'm into it. I thought we'd come out strong. You know, yeah. we'd, we'd mm-hmm. come out with yeah. a... Yeah, bring your A game for the first episode. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh-huh. I don't know how you're going to top it next next time you do a Mike Has Ideas. Oh, I can top it. I'll top <laughs> it like, 10 minutes from don't now. Don't worry. I mean, yeah. I'm I don't know. I'm not Billy. Convinced. I'm the Billy Blaze of podcasting, so don't even worry about that. <laughs> and needs convincing. Anne is, this is, you know, like the sharks. <laughs> right. Anne is the toughest shark. She, you need to impress Anne needs her. needs to write the business proposal, for fuck's sake. Are we a team or are we not? No, we're not. Uh, here we go. Uh, See, I'm glad people are getting a sense of the, and, you know, antagonist. what will be one of the underlying themes of the show. I will support you when your ideas are good, and I think you might follow through on them. <laughs> Burn. That was a lot of stuff in that sentence. Uh, uh, I have one other segment for this uh, inaugural episode, and I just I don't know what we'll call it in the long run. I I think though that since since we are a podcasting group that is rooted in the culture of podcasting and pop culture media you know media criticism as it sort of was um i thought it would be nice if since uh we're not about one particular show anymore that we start recommending more of the things that we're watching and listening to and just share a little bit about our tastes and so this week i've got bobby stone cold lock of the week which is probably trademarked by by uh 
any Steve number. Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Raiders <laughs> plus five at Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah, exactly. So my Stone Cold Lock of the Week is um, the new HBO special from the aforementioned Gary Goldman, The Great Depression. Uh, I watched <laughs> it yesterday. I don't know if anyone else has seen it yet, but it's available on HBO On Demand now. Um, Gary Goldman is this stand-up comedian who became famous to us for that aforementioned sketch of his state abbreviation spit, which I think is one of the best yeah. storytelling stand-up segments I've seen uh, maybe ever. Uh, and it's available on YouTube. It was actually something he did on Conan, I think. So if you just Google Gary Goldman state abbreviations, it'll come up and, you know, it's it's great. It was the thing that launched a lot of his, you know, brought him to a new level in his career, that, that one set. Uh, and he struggled struggles and struggled mightily with depression and so he took he ended up taking a few years off from his career after that he moved back home with his mother in peabody massachusetts um the source of a hillary and dave debate (laughs) 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 let's save the pronunciation of cities in massachusetts for another episode okay um and he ended up going into a hospital for a little while to treat his illness. And he had some pretty drastic treatment that worked well for him. And he got his foot back into things after. And he's sort of back into it now. But it was four years from his last stand-up special to this one, which is a long time in that business, especially when you're not touring for a lot of it. And um, the stand-up is intercut with sort of documentary scenes of him at his mom's house, him talking to his friends about what he went through. And so there's a lot of sincere moments, but it's also very funny. Um, And I I just really enjoyed it. I don't watch a ton of stand-up specials. It's not usually, like, if I think somebody's funny, I'll just grab a clip, you know, or whatever, if it's making the rounds. I don't usually sit and watch a whole hour with someone, but... I was glad that I watched that one. So the Great Depression on uh, there, it's not TV; it's it's HBO. <laughs> there, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna watch it tonight if I can. But there was a uh, This American Life uh, segment featuring him, and and his story is really fascinating. This guy, yeah. so uh, I can't wait. So thanks for the uh, recommendation. He's <laughs> he's definitely that kind of guy too. He's the kind of guy who would expect to pop up on a on this American life. He's got that sort of storytelling narrative and uh, Mm -hmm. he's very good at it. Probably the only college football playing Jew that's ever (laughs) had a segment on this American life. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, chosen Rosen is, was right there. He's he's going to, he'll be there. He'll be there. He'll get there. Well, he certainly has a tragic story that will someday (laughs) be worth telling. It's my favorite nickname. That and Big D Nick. Those chosen are, Rosen. Chosen Rosen right. and Big D Nick are my two favorites. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not Danny Dimes? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so this is a little bit like a board meeting. We did old business. We did new business. Do we have any other business? Hmm. Hmm. No. Nope. Save it for next week. Yeah. Uh, we already have three great things on deck for next week which we're not going to talk about now but uh we didn't have time for them tonight and it's going to be a great show next week i'm sorry about this week we'll try to do better next (laughs) that should be our signature sign off we're sorry about this week week. (laughs) we'll do better next week uh no no we're not going to set the bar that high mike uh do your do your thing okay oh no 
Housekeeping. Oh, no. You know that wasn't gonna die. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah, I just need some towels. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna need a lot of towels. <laughs> what about an ottoman? <laughs> a waterproof <laughs> ottoman. Sir, your and ottoman very wet. It's very wet. Your ottoman. Gross. I thought that. Uh, Meredith's story was going to be the most racist thing that happened on the show. Yeah. Then you totally outdid yourself. Yeah. Well. God bless him. Uh, buy stuff from us. Uh, you can get merch, as Bobby mentioned, at littleredbandwagon.com. That's going to be open uh, for the foreseeable future. And then please rate us and review us. We still do that stuff? How does that happen? Yeah. Is that an yeah. iTunes thing? Where else do you go? Like Overcast? Dime bag. What are what are all the places you go to review? Do you have to review on all the different platforms, or I think so because just... technically iTunes isn't a thing. It's Apple Podcasts. Yeah, now, oh, right? Right. Mm. right. Podcasts. How do they work? I don't know. Right. They always say rate and review us. It helps new listeners to find us. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. We figure yeah. now that we're not doing a podcast that requires you to listen to another podcast first, we might actually be able to attract some new listeners. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe Pitch we it. should do something to you know, put ourselves get, out get there. Get to the yep. top of those Zune rankings. <laughs> exactly. But, but <laughs> be honest. If if this show sucked for you, just you know, go ahead. Just be honest with us. We can take if it. If this show sucked, please for you, leave please. your email address, right. and then I will yeah, write and a your long, home long address. letter to you. <laughs> Anne has lovely handwriting. She will write you a long, long letter. Oh. Girl can write. Oh, can. we have our differences, me. but she outwrites me. We should uh, we should earmark my destroying K jewelers in a customer service email the other day. That was that was fun. Yes, yeah, yes. a topic for another podcast. All yeah, right, I, get involved, I, I, everybody. <laughs> um, our website is thisshowhaseverything dot com, and as we mentioned before, whoa, is that buddy? What's up, buddy? Yeah, sorry. There he is. <laughs> Idiot dog. <laughs> um, throw your. He wants to get involved. <laughs> he does want hey, to buddy. get involved. Um, throwyourphone.com is still open. Um, you know, however you want to use it, please use it. We will still read it and love it. Um, our Facebook group is great. You can see all old pictures of me as a, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some like ugly tween photos with braces. You see me as an eight year old, as a 14 year old, as a. I'm fortunate, you know, 21 year old. We'll see them all. Um, but yeah, come join <laughs> us and start the discussion that we'd love to have you. Um, the show Twitter is uh, TSH Everything. So T Everything is our show Twitter. Um, e- email us, as we mentioned before, is tshe at 10710.com. I still can't pronounce it. Like, it doesn't matter. I can't pronounce it. tshe at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. You know how much I love this. Them. Keep them coming. Y'all are lovely. Um, fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. And with that, dying, apparently. it's never dying. It's never <laughs> dying. And with that, Christy, come on. Get us out of here. What's your catchphrase? Okay. okay. See you next Monday at 4 a.m. Mountain. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting up for that. I've been known for putting on a show. Jaw dropping center stage, I know, oh. But ever since Cupid walked past, he hit me once like a heart attack, so fast.
fast and I just couldn't let you go. Like I said, we just need to line up people that can fucking engineer these machines. Mm-hmm. Hillary, was that one of your children? Yeah, that was Mike Child, child the F bomb. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't listening. She just said, Good night, everybody. She wanted to show me her new pajamas. It's fine. That I bought. I'm well aware of what the pajamas look like, so mm-hmm. I don't know why. No, I that was the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny bought those. No, I bought them. With his hard earned cash. <laughs>